saying that uh, it being said rather that he uh, he started running after they started sending food down to them, which I think was after 19 days of them being uh, in total darkness without any contact with the outside world. Um, Edison, as he squeezed into the rescue capsule and began his ascent out of the ground that almost claimed his life, there were more than a billion people who watched on television and who listened and read the newspapers and followed the media as he and his comrades came to the surface and breathed for the first time fresh new air uh, for the first time in 69 days of captivity. And the, at this moment, the world knows uh, the 34-year-old Chilean named Edison Penna, not only as a man of deep faith, and I must quote him by saying uh, the saying that he said, that he went to the depths, the lowest of the low, but he kept running. And he said that if you show God that you can fight, God will listen much more than if you give up. God doesn't like us to give up. So indeed, he, uh, he did not give up. And I even think of um, our ancestors, those of us of African descent, or who are indeed African, that uh, when we were brought across the Atlantic Ocean uh, from Africa, that we were in, in the heart of darkness in those ships, and, and we went through hell but we did not give up because of our faith. And we stand on their shoulders today because of that fact. So uh, I can immediately relate to um, what they went through, what the Chilean miners went, miners went through as they were in the bowels of, the, of, of, uh, of Mother Earth. Um, Tina is also known as number runner, uh, is runner number 12, and, and right now I know by now, I, I, my Facebook friends and fans know me as runner number 21-629. I must say, though, also that my uh, last marathon was in the year of 2002, and that along with less training may uh, result with this being my slowest race because I really wasn't able to train as uh, diligently and as hard as I usually do when I prepare for a marathon. But um, I'm looking forward to finishing somewhere between four and five hours. And I understand that uh, Edison, uh, the Chilean manor who's running as well with us, he's expected to spend uh, uh, at least six hours before he completes the marathon. I must add, though, that my best time has been uh, two hours and 58 minutes, which I ran in the year of 1989. Uh, back then I was um, 45 years of age, young. And at the age of 66, I hope to uh, – and by the way, I must say, share with you that that time, any time under three hours for a marathon, uh, you're considered to be an elite runner. So I was very pride, proud and, and happy to have the, the uh, status uh, for a couple of years amongst my peers. Um, I must also mention that after a long wait, we have world champion Howie Sebris Lassie, and uh, the followers of uh, this sport of long-distance running will experience the excitement of uh, Africans competing against each other for the status as the world's best marathoner. Um, I found out that the Kenyan uh, runners, those who have been winning in the last few years, uh, are, all of them are injured, so they won't be in this competition tomorrow. Uh, defending champion Nip Kifasichi of Eritrea, uh, forgive me for mispronouncing uh, the names, um, but he's also uh, running and uh, he's defending his title that he won last year's and in last year's New York Marathon. Uh, he's now a U.S. citizen. He's he's been a citizen since 1998. And uh, then we also have the two-time men's New York victor, uh, victorious marathoner, Marlson Gomez dos Santos of Brazil. He's going to be in contention. And in the women's uh, area, we have Doritu, uh, Doratu Tulu from Ethiopia, and she's competing in the women's division, uh, division rather, and she will defend her 2010 title. Uh, 
I do plan to run next year to reach that level within uh, the next, uh, well, within the next two years or less, I, I hope to be in contention and, and be able to um, run under three hours, and that should give me a, a good experience and be a very competitive within my age group. Um, so along with celebrating good health and life, I'm also running in honor of my wife, Spirit Change, who has recovered from diabetes. And, of course, I mentioned earlier that this is November, which is the month of National Diabetes Awareness Month. And I'm also running in honor of my sister, Dinah Seasbay, who is in remission from cancer. And I think she's on the line. Let me see if she's on the line for a moment. Please hold on. Nope, I'm not on the line. Hello. Is this my sister? Nope. Hello. Can you hear me? Hello? Hello? Hi, Dinah, is this Hello? you? Hello? Yes, Hello, can how you hear are me? you? Yes, Great. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, I can, very loud and clear. Thank you yeah, for uh, tuning you, in. Yeah, how are you, brother? Yeah, thank you for inviting me. So well, how are you doing? Pleasure. You sound and great. Think, oh, thank you so much, and same to you. Yes, yeah. as you can uh, hear in my voice and what I've shared with the listening audience, I'm pretty excited about tomorrow and running my my uh, 14th marathon. And needed right, to say, though, uh, huh? You've been out there for a lot of years, you know. When you took a, you know, you took a sabbatical, and then you now you're going back. Um, the last time, if I remember, I just I just tuned in. I did I tuned in when you said my name. Thank you very much for mentioning me. But um, I think the last time you ran, I think you were about 45, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. The mm-hmm. marathon? Yes, yes, indeed. Okay, all right. So now you're with 66? 66. And, and, <laughs> yeah, and, you, and you're going to do it again. I'm very proud of you. Well, thank you so much, Chris. And uh, I'm very proud of you as well. Uh, and And part of my motivation is, uh, having a sister and, you know, brothers and sisters like yourself and family and friends who are challenging, who have been challenged, such as you, with uh, mm-hmm. illness uh, and needed to say an illness such as cancer and the fact that you were able to fight and, and have the tenacity to, to uh, uh, you know, hold on to, to your faith and, and to uh, your faith in God, and to be inspired by uh, those who are in your family to to have the will to live. Uh, I, I definitely oh, yeah. thank you for your inspiration. Mm-hmm. Well, I had to, you know, because um, there was a time that, you know, with the trials and tribulations that I had been through medically-wise, uh, I didn't think I would, you know, see my granddaughter, and especially now I'm allowed to see my great-granddaughter. That's because you know I'm, you know I'm doubly blessed. And uh, mm-hmm. the fact remains is that you know the man upstairs is not ready for me. He told me I had work to do there, you know, here. And the one downstairs is definitely not ready for me. And uh, <laughs> me and him can't, me and him can't get along. So therefore, you know, he left me alone. <laughs> so, oh yes, <laughs> you know. absolutely. So you know, like I, I said, you know, the man upstairs said I have, you know, I have work to do down here still. Absolutely. Yeah. I know that uh, when I came to visit you, uh, you were in a hospice at one point, and I came to the hospice to visit you. And, of course, right. most of us know that when you're in a hospice, that's when, uh, you know, they're preparing you to go into transition. If exactly. Not sooner, it, and I remember asking you, and by the way, I, I think that was the first time I was able to give you Reiki. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As a practitioner of Reiki, I, I think that was maybe my, my second year after being initiated. And uh, I asked you if you were ready to leave, if you were ready to go and transition. You had a serious conversation. And you told me that oh, you were. And I said, yeah, I, you know, I said at the time, you know, to be honest with you, at the time I didn't realize the significance of the hospital. You know, mm-hmm. being hospice, I just thought mm-hmm. that I was there to recover, you know, from my illnesses. 
and you know, being in a mm. coma and whatnot, and plus I couldn't get around. You know, I needed um, uh, physical therapy a lot. But when I found out that it was a hospice hospital, you know, I just told my husband, I said, uh, I don't think so. I'm getting the heck out of here. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and by the time I realized, I mean, between my husband walking me up and down the hallway and my son's walking up, you know, walking me up and down and the therapist doing it, I just started getting strong. I said, look, whatever I can't do here, I'll do at home, but I am going home. Mm-hmm. So... I set my goals by Mother's Day, and before Mother's Day, I was here. Oh, thank God. Thank God for that. Yes, well, I went home before Mother's Day. Well, what, what, uh, a, like I said, what more of a, of a Mother's Day present can you give uh, to your children and to your grandchildren but to mm-hmm. come home that day and, and to continue to be the loving mother that you are? And the loving sister that you are, you know. I think well, if you, I you say that you're walking down the hallway, I even think of Edison as he was pulling that pallet behind his waist, or tied to his waist, and running mm-hmm. an average of six six miles in the uh, in, in the in the mine shaft. So uh, right, that's true. To, you walking mm-hmm. and him running to maintain uh, faith and. And to keep your and to get your body healthy and maintain your health and so forth. Right. Uh, that's an interesting. You, um, you have to and you have to be you know mentally you ha- and that's what kept you know that that's what keeps you going uh, mentally saying that you're not going to give up you're not going to give up you know it's not going to beat me. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's you know that's what you have to focus on, which he did mm-hmm. you know and I did you know I you know I tried to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so well, how do you feel now? Oh, yes, I feel work. fine. I, I feel fine. I'm getting ready to, you know, to get dressed and do my daily chores. You know, walking around the street and you know, shopping and whatnot. Um, I'm so blessed that I can do that now. You know, before I was here with the home health aid, and you know, the only time I went out was to go to the doctor. Now I can go to the doctor by myself without any help. You know, no cane or anything like that. That nature. So like I said, I'm doubly blessed. And and how's your diabetes? You you were, not only did you have cancer but you you had a bout or you're having a bout with diabetes. Uh is that Yes, well I'm still I'm still struggling I, with that. Um it's you know, I'm trying to get it, you know, like regularized but I have my diabetes is I, I don't know, it just it has a mind of its own sometimes. It just goes every which way. So my doctor and I are trying to like stable it down. And um, you know, reading different books and whatnot to to try to you know, to get rid of it if I can. Mm-hmm. You know, but um like I I'm like I said, I'm trying to, to get that put a handle on that. But but it um as long as I do the right thing and eat the right things, you know, I I'm fine. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. You know, we are my wife and I the spirit change and I are sharing with you as much information as we can. And of course, uh, we're looking forward to us getting together more and more, so that we could, uh, you know, em- embrace healthy lifestyles as a, as a family, as a whole family. And then also, of course, more importantly, is to pass this information down to our children and and exactly. grandchildren and the follow. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, that's right. We have to do that. We have to keep them in tune with, you know, things that's going on around us, especially health-wise. You know, we because you know that uh, you know the fast foods and stuff. You know, you always fall prey to that, and mm-hmm. so you have to acknowledge these young these young adults, especially the young children who are uh, with diabetes, their obesity, which is something that Michelle Obama is, is getting into, and she's doing quite well at it. I understand. And having mm-hmm. the children going to different schools and having them going on certain, you know, their lunches and their breakfasts and stuff of that nature. And she's doing well. She's doing well. I try mm-hmm. to keep abreast of her because these children are obese. Mm-hmm. You know, with running with with type two diabetes and they don't know it. And you have to get the family, the mother and the father, in, you know, involved to see, you know, to to for them to pay attention what their children are eating. And um, it's hard. It's hard, especially if you're working parents. 
No, you you don't realize what your children are eating because you're not there. Sometimes you're not even there for dinner. Right. And that causes well, a problem. The children mirror who we are or what we do, right? Right. That's right. That's right. So we have you to, know, they see, we have, they see us not eating have, right, they're not eating right. Absolutely. Uh, I'm sorry mm-hmm. for over-talking you, but uh, I'm getting, I'm still getting I used to okay. lots. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, our sister, well, that's our right. sister, Pipe, just walked in. Spirit Change just walked in into the studio. Would you like to say hello oh. to her? Oh, yes. Yes, I would. Hi, Donna. Hi, my sister-in-law. How are you? What, what were you doing, running? I Well, I'm doing more walking than running, as you know, but I was out in the uh-huh. park. Oh, okay. Well, it, well it's, it seems like it's nice. I haven't been out yet, but it seems like it's a nice day out. They, uh, well, you know, nice. I don't know. They're talking about they're talking about this rain, but I don't see it. No, neither do I. But it was it was really nice. It's nice if you dress warmly. I mean, I had my gloves on and yeah, you know, my running clothes, so I was comfortable. Mhm. Well, I'm about to get out there myself. And do my daily chores so I can, you know, try to get back in the house and do some things around the house. Too. You know how the, you know how we go when the women's work is never done. They say. Oh, absolutely. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Dora would know about that. We oh, work around right. the clock, same like. Huh? Did you but say? I was thinking about you when I was in the park because I remember months ago when we were talking about diabetes. And you told me how if you would eat the wrong thing, that you mm-hmm. would go for a walk, and it would bring your numbers down. Yes, indeed. And, and that would keep me injecting. My, that would keep me from injecting myself. So, you know, every time my numbers would go up, I would have to take an injection. Mm-hmm. But by me walking, you know, after I eat and, and I, I, um, I take, <clears throat> I, I, you know, take my uh, numbers and, it's sky high, so I don't know. Okay, but where am I going now? I don't care if it's around the corner to the park a couple of times. That's what I do. When I come back, I take it again, and it's very low. It's, you know, it's very good. So I don't have to stick myself. So that's what, what I've been doing for the oh, for a while now. Until now, I just, even my doctor um, suggested, said, okay, so you only take 23 units, and that's at bedtime because it's a 24-acting um, insulin. Oh, you only have to use the bedtime one now? Yes, at bedtime. That's it. It works 24 hours. If I, you know, say 11 o'clock if I'm going to bed, then I take the injection, and I won't have to take it in again until 11 o'clock the next evening. That's fantastic. Great. Hmm? What would you say? I said that's fantastic. That's great. Right. It keeps my sugar under control. It's the 24-acting insulin. It's called Lantus. And uh, it's a pen. I, I, you know, it's a pen. You can carry the pen around with you. All you need is just the top part. You screw that on. You can carry it in your pocketbook. And, you know, you don't have to worry about taking the insulin jar with you and then the syringe and then, uh, oh, the, the, with the cotton balls and stuff like the cotton wipes and whatnot. It, it alleviates all of that. You just put the pen in your pocketbook and go. So well, and with me, I don't have to... Did you say, darling? I said, I'm just really thrilled that you were able to reduce the amount of insulin because that's really the name of the game, that if, if you do have to use right. medicine, I think the goal mm-hmm. is to use as little as possible. Right. That's right. That's right. So I figured with mine is, is 23 now, and uh, and sooner or later it'll be counting down where I won't have to, you know, I won't need it at all. So that's my goal. Well, I know that can happen for you because it happened for me. Because remember when they first had me on insulin, and I had told you they had me on 40 units, and you were like, "What? That's a lot!" And that was like three times mm-hmm. a day plus the night. Yeah, that was a. I I only I had only been on 40 units one time, and that was about maybe two years ago. And after that, mine just mm-hmm. stayed at a certain level. But 40 was a bit high, especially for you starting out. Well, that's what they had me on, being that my glucose level had gone over a thousand when I was in the hospital, and when I came right. home, that's what they. 
But I, yeah, I guess because they figured of, that is crazy. Mm-hmm, yeah, because I, yesterday, I, I, that, that's another the thing. Name of the game you is, went to a to Mm-hmm. Yeah, you went to a thousand because it, it was you just, by the grace of God, uh, didn't go into a diabetic coma. That's what everybody because told that me. is extremely high. Mm-hmm. That is That's extremely everybody... high, so you're blessed with that. Mm-hmm. Well, but, you know, like you said, we are, we are women, we are fighting women, and uh, that's, we're gonna, this is what we have to do to keep our health in order in our life. So that's what we have to do, and Absolutely. you know, put our put our faith in God, and uh, we're good to go. Absolutely, so, like the record said, like the record says, ain't no stopping us now. That's no saying, no. But but it's been a, my brother. It's been a pleasure talking with you, and I've maybe some other people on the line. So I won't monopolize it, your time and whatnot. But uh, I will be, I'll be listening to the rest of the program, you know, while I'm, you know, doing what I have to do around the house. I will be listening. Okay. All right. So it was nice talking. Yeah, I enjoyed talking to you. And, Dora, I will call you later on this evening. Okay. I'll talk to you later, sis. Okay, my dear. Bye-bye. Love you both. Love and bless you. Love and bless you. Okay. Bye-bye. Uh-huh. Bye. 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 So, how are you doing, honey? You just came home, I uh, see, and how was the walk? I'm doing great. I was exhilarated. You know, I saw, I was thinking of you also. I was thinking of Donna, about Donna because of what she had told me months ago about how when she walks, mm-hmm. it lowers her blood sugar. So I'm usually thinking about her when I walk, like the thought of course my mind. Oh, Donna's told me about walking. Mm-hmm. But then I was thinking about you because there were so many runners in the park, not as many as usual because they're probably resting for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But I thought of you because tomorrow is the big day, the marathon. Mm-hmm. And uh, I tell you, maybe next year this time if I keep training, maybe I'll be able to do something like that. But right now I'm just glad to do my 3.5K mm-hmm. every Saturday, and I feel terrific after doing it. It was a brisk day, and it, it just felt so good. You, you just feel so healthy after doing something like that. You feel invigorated, right? Yeah. Oh, yes. Exhilarated. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I uh, was going through a little withdrawal symptom as I was uh, preparing for the show because uh, every Saturday we do run and walk together in the park. I know, I and, missed you. Yeah, I missed you as well. So, indeed, next Saturday I'll definitely go for a walk with you because uh, uh, many of you may not know, but when you run a marathon, when you do any type of race, any long-distance running, you're supposed to uh, rest one day each mile that you race. So if you do a, 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 a 5K, which is 3.5 miles, you should rest uh, for three days, three and a half days. If you do a 10K, six miles, you should rest for six days. And uh, uh, indeed, if you run a marathon, uh, you should rest for at least 26 days, uh, which is the length of, a, of, of the marathon. So... Uh, after tomorrow, I'll be sleeping more uh, soundly than I've ever slept <laughs> in months, uh, rejuvenating my body, and uh, and just uh, taking in all the energy and the the enjoyment of uh, participating in one of the world's uh, largest uh, attended and watched. I think there's going to be about two to three million people watching the marathon, and. Uh, this is the, the world's biggest sporting event. Um, so I'm very happy, I, and I feel very blessed uh, to have a body that is resilient and healthy as it is at the age of 66. And uh, I, I look forward to uh, running with you, honey, and, and sharing with you whatever knowledge I have so that you can consider running the, uh, the marathon next year. That would be great. Well, I'll try. I mean, I'm not looking to to win any prizes or anything, mm-hmm. but I think that anyone who enters and finishes 
no matter what time they finish. I, I just think that's that's like a small miracle to do something like that, especially being a New Yorker. I guess if I lived in a more um, rural environment, maybe I might not look at it that way. But being here in the city and doing something like that, I think it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, if you were living in a place like Kenya, Africa, which is a, where a lot of the champions of the last 10 years come from, uh, and even those of us who live down south here in the United States. Right. We, uh, because of economics constraints and and just by habit and tradition, we would walk uh, from home to school. That's right. From home to the, the, the market. And and, in, and I understand it in, in Africa, such as in the country like Kenya, uh, they wouldn't just walk, but they would run uh, from point A to point B every day. So you, you had uh, a, a group of people uh, just by habit and cult, the culture that they embraced of, of health and running and being included, they were able to generate Class A runners. So uh, yeah, that's something that we need to talk about in future shows, is uh, that everyone doesn't have to consider running a marathon, uh, but I think those of you who have listened to previous shows I have emphasized the fact that we should at least walk a half hour per day. Uh, even if you don't want to do it all in one time, uh, you can do it in incremental uh, sections, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, if you will. But you should have a cumulative total of a half hour walk per day, and that will give you enough of uh, exercise for your body to uh, generate the the uh, and dolphins and, and also to circulate the blood throughout your body so that all of the organs, including the brain, can be, can be uh, stimulated and refreshed and, and nur- nur- nourished with uh, uh, oxygen. And, and also, of course, if you're eating um, the right foods, then, of course, that blood is, is, is uh, healthy and, and, and it maximizing maximizes the maintenance of your body. So at this point, I'd like to take a break, a short break, and we'll be back with you in a moment. Thank you for listening, and we'll be right back. and I'm not here to recommend any treatments or make any diagnosis. But what I'm here to do is to share information about the, ha- the health practices with my, uh, in which my family and I engage and, and which work for us. I suggest that before trying anything new that you would consult with a licensed medical practitioner. And with that being said, I uh, would like to share with you that I use Fruta Vita, which is an energy drink which has several benefits. It is assists me in maintaining a comfortable energy level during the day, and especially when I work out and train uh, when I run. And I will be drinking this tomorrow, as a matter of fact, when I'm running the New York Marathon. It has also helped my wife lose on one pounds and assisted her in maintaining her weight. And uh, it has helped her also to maintain a healthy blood glucose level. Uh, We take about one liquid ounce in the morning with breakfast, and I would like to share with you that if you can try Frida Vita for free, you don't have to pay for the bottle. It's a 30-ounce bottle. You just have to pay for the shipping and handling. And you can go to my website, which is www.tryfrutavita.com slash 45522. That's tryfrutavita, V-I-D-A dot com forward slash 45522. Uh, the link is also on uh, the page of uh, my blog talk radio show. And if you try it, I, I would love to hear from you. And, you know, you can email me uh, and, and let me know uh, after seven days, let me know how your energy level has changed. 
and I'm sure that you will be surprised. As I prepare for uh, uh, tomorrow's New York City Marathon, by the way, I, I must add also that I ran my first marathon from 30 years ago at the age of, uh, uh, well, actually, I was 30 years ago. <laughs> and, and now I'm at the age of 66 years of age, and I can truly appreciate the adage that was introduced to me uh, when I first began run, running, uh, and that being that the body keeps score. And yes, indeed, what we put into our body and what we do to our body is like an investment. We get a return on that investment in proportion to the consistency and the intent of healthy habits and lifestyle. So um, I'd like to just uh, let my wife, uh, Spirit Change, share with you what, what has been your experience with Fruit of Vida. Well, I have an experience to share from today mm. because I forgot to take it this morning before. Oh, I left. wow, wow. And I probably was about maybe one tenth away from finishing, and I was really tired, and I had to walk really slowly. Mm. And I was thinking, I forgot my Fruzita this morning. <laughs> and I, you, you, there really is a marked difference when I have it before I work out and when I don't. It's mm -hmm. clear to me. Mm -hmm. There's a marked difference. Mm -hmm. Yes, well, you know, we, we definitely um, have the habit in our community and in this society that uh, we, we tend to want to drink a cup of coffee. And some of us, of course, drink tea, and and of course with caffeine. But there are many uh, uh, schools of thought that highly recommend that the most important meal that we can that we take during the course of the day is breakfast. And they say that fruit should be on top of the list. So fruit of is a good product, but you can drink Welch's grape juice. You can drink, and there are many juices out there which have the same benefits in terms of them giving you energy. And also, more importantly, um, they have the attributes of being an antioxidant, which cleanses the blood and maximizes the health of your body. Um, so, yes, we have to be mindful that when we start our day during the, uh, during the first in the morning, that we should be in the habit of uh, feeding our body with the proper nutrition and fruit uh, as well as vegetables, should be something that should be on your list. And I highly recommend that one uh, shop around for a, a, a juicer and a, um, a blender. If you don't want to juice every day, you can also make a smoothie. My wife and I, very diligently, we drink a smoothie, which uh, has many ingredients. What, what, what is it that, that's in the smoothie that we, that we drink? Well, we use a product called superfood that Baba Karate distributes. Mm -hmm. And uh, actually, I don't have his, his um, information offhand, but for future shows, I'll have it so that I can share that, so that we can share that with the listeners. Mm -hmm. Because what I, the way I make the smoothie, I mix one to two tablespoonfuls of the superfood, and the superfood also contains, um, it's a powder, and it also contains acai, mm. like the fruit of vita. Mm. And I add to that cinnamon, grape juice, water, a banana, and an apple, mm -hmm. and a secret ingredient. <laughs> but I'll, I'll tell the secret. The secret ingredient is okra. Mm. It's huge in antioxidants. It's very good for you. And uh, you actually don't taste it when you blend it in with the smoothie. Right. Yeah, most people have an aversion to, to okra because of the, the uh, slimy consistency and, and the taste, for that matter. But like you say, when you do blend it, it you don't even taste it. Well, we're blending it raw because people that talk about the texture and the sliminess and they don't like that, that's cooked okra. Mm -hmm. So when okra is raw, it's actually kind of crunchy because, as you know, I add that sometimes to our salad. Oh, yes. And, and it has a crunch. Right. So I think if you, if you cook it too long, because you could steam it for maybe a minute or so and it won't have that same effect, it's really good. So you could eat it raw, steamed. You can put it in your smoothies. And it has just so many health benefits to it. 
Oh, yes, that's interesting. Uh, I must add also that uh, my wife and I are vegetarians, and uh, our previous show we had uh, uh, Brother Mawali, uh, uh, Joe Simon on our show, who has a vegan a vegan restaurant in our neighborhood, and we talked about the, uh, the, the benefits of eating raw food. And he's going to be on our show again. As a matter of fact, he's going to visit our home and we're going to do uh, uh, workshop, food workshops on cooking uh, raw food, and that will be also featured on, on YouTube. Uh, I mentioned also that we have a, an interesting situation where former President Bill Clinton recently announced that he had became a, uh, a vegan. Uh, he's a vegetarian, but he's also pushed the envelope further and he's now living on a raw food diet. And as many of us know, Bill Clinton, who was uh, uh, our former president, he used to like to eat hamburgers. And indeed, uh, our present president, uh, uh, President Barack Obama, is a hamburger eater. Well, needless to say, unlike Oprah's show that aired a few years ago, denouncing the consumption of beef that led to her almost being sued, um, we now have a former president who may, uh, he may not, I don't think he'll be an adversary at this point, but uh, he's announcing, having announced that he's a vegan, uh, he's going to have an influence uh, upon uh, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of individuals who will consider that as an alternate uh, lifestyle in terms of what they eat. And um, he mentioned that he, he did this not only for him to maintain his health uh, in, the, in the present state, but also he wanted to be around, uh, being that his daughter Chelsea has recently married, he wanted to be around for his grandchildren. Uh, so, you know, congratulations to him for um, taking the initiative to be proactive with his health. And hopefully this could rub off uh, on the present, the present uh, family that's in the White House. And, and I do applaud Michelle Obama for uh, her uh, creating a organic uh, garden, uh, a vegetable fruit garden in the White House uh, grounds. So it's a start, but we must, as my sister said earlier, my sister Donis had mentioned that, you know, we have uh, an epidemic with uh, obesity, obesity uh, amongst our children. And a lot of it is due because of the fact that our children have been influenced by us as as uh, as parents, and of course uh, we don't. A lot of us don't have the time to cook. Uh, we're too tired to cook, and we send them to the fast food uh, uh, restaurant, and our children, you know, just overconsume. And and of course the food is not as healthy as it should be. So I also would like to share with you the six keys. Uh, something that came across my desk recently, or my modem. Uh, a monitor, rather, the six keys to a health, healthy life and happy life. One should have at least six and a half hours of uninterrupted sleep and preferably eight hours. And you should have at least uh, a seven-hour, 15-minute uh, uh, rest per day and uh, in terms of just meditating and relaxing. Uh, you should not have more if you can possibly uh, regulate it to more than 20 minutes of commute to work and uh, to maintain uh, minimum stress. You should have at least five home-cooked meals a week. And then uh, you should play at least, have two hours of play time with your children or at least two hours with your significant other, with your spouse. And of course, if you're a single parent and, and, and those without children, it's recommended that uh, you might want to uh, adopt a godchild or approach someone with children to become their godparent. And um, also we find out that many people uh, have pets, such as cats and dogs and other animals. Even myself, I have fish. <laughs> and uh, they can be very relaxing to have them in your life. Um, and then, of course, not to mention, you should have uh, engage yourself in some type of spiritual practice 
of interaction, uh, interacting with like-minded individuals in a place of worship or uh, practice meditation, such as yoga, and also involve yourself with certain exercises, such as martial arts. Um, and, of course, you should listen to soothing music. Uh, many of us are addicted to very loud, exciting, uh, exciting, uh, should I say, adrenaline-rousing type of music. So uh, we should do just the contrary, listen to music that is relaxing and soothing. And, uh, of course, earlier I mentioned that we should spend 30 minutes of walking every day, and there should be no excuse for not doing this. I know it's hard, but you could start with five minutes and then 10 minutes and 15 minutes and eventually work up until you get up to 30 minutes. And uh, this can uh, do wonders for your health in the short term and definitely within the long term. But would you like to share anything, uh, Hunt, about that area of life? Well, as you know, I'm always looking for spirit in everything. And I'm curious, you're talking about exercise and walking and, you know, of course the marathon is tomorrow. Um, from a professional standpoint, I'd like to know your thoughts about spirituality and running because I'm sure that it is a spiritual experience and I'd like to know mentally what goes on with you mm. when you're running. Mm-hmm. Mentally um, mentally as far as spirit, you know, the spirit take over after a certain point and you don't you don't feel the distance, you're you're just being carried by the energy. I'm I'm just curious can I'm sure the yeah. listeners are curious too, what happens with that? Oh good question. Yeah, well going back some thirty years, I used to uh, uh, smoke and uh, I drank and I tried to self-medicate at times with these uh, drugs and and also with food and occasionally with with, uh, sex. And I'm sure that that many of us, the listeners, would understand that we have been conditioned by a society that deals with external uh, remedies and gratification and, and it has to be instant for the most part. Well, when I started walking, and I remember during the, um, the train strikes, I would walk uh, a couple of miles because I didn't want to wait for the bus or whatever it was, or a taxi, and I would walk something like three to five miles. And then it got to the point I was walking 10 miles. And I began to feel this natural high because the more you exercise, whether it be walking or running, you have within your brain, it it manufactures endorphins. And these endorphins have an opiate type of effect on your body. And uh, so I was able, and I started reading and I learned about this, and I said, hmm, it's cheaper, it saves me money, but it feels better. And in the morning when I wake up, I don't have a hangover. (laughs) And I don't feel guilty. Well, that's a couple of good benefits right there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So... Yes, when uh, one runs a marathon, um, especially a marathon like the New York Marathon, uh, we started uh, at the Vernalis Bridge in, in Staten Island, and there's this surge of energy and, and this transference of energy. When you running back then, it was maybe maybe 30,000 runners, and then it got to 35, and now it's at 43,000 runners. So you have 43,000 people sharing the same objective, and that is to engage himself in running a, for 26 miles, which will take them anywhere from two hours and seven minutes, ten minutes, which is what the, uh, the champions and the elite runners run in that particular time span, to up to six hours or more. And uh, once you get, I'm sure many of us have heard of the runner's high, so once you get to 20 miles, uh, you you get what they call this this uh, wall, and that wall makes you get to the point where you want to just quit because you're going through so much pain, and 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 maybe you might have cramps, you might be exhausted, and so forth. But many of us have different techniques. 
Some of us run associate, what they call associative running, and some of us run disassociative. And the disassociative running is when you internalize your thoughts uh, and you block out your surroundings, which is kind of difficult if you get in certain segments hundreds of thousands of people yelling and saying, go, go for it, and you know, we hope you finish and you know, give you inspiration. But uh, once you get beyond that wall, yes, you get what they call the runner's high. Because at that point, you even get that runner's high sometimes at five miles or ten miles, depending on how much you weigh, what your metabolism is, and so forth. But the endorphins do kick in after that 20 miles. And now you have this, what they call this runner's high. And, yes, you can sometimes feel like you're floating, you know, and you have this spiritual connection. You have this spiritual connection with your body, knowing that you're at one, your mind, body, and soul is, 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 just has a sense of oneness. And, of course, uh, those of us who have any spiritual orientation, we give thanks to the Most High for giving us a body uh, that can uh, be so resilient and go through this arduous task of running 26 miles. Uh, with my being an interfaith minister, of course, my personal experience is that I begin to truly connect to the fact that I am a spiritual being having a, a physical experience. And um, that's another reason why I have acclimated to running as a sport and as a means of me being able to meditate and make a connection with God and with the Most High. And that that is that uh, I, I recognize that that this body can do miraculous things uh, if you just train yourself and you believe and have the faith that you can do certain things, such as run uh, 26 miles. That's incredible. What about if someone, if someone does not have a spiritual discipline at this point in time, but they're seeking one? And they don't know whether they want Christianity or Islam or Ifa, or they don't know what they want, but they, they know they want a spiritual discipline from a physical standpoint, because I, I know we're involved in yoga and, and other disciplines, but from a physical standpoint to a lay person, would you recommend running to them? Yes, I would. I would, I would definitely recommend running to them. Uh, of course, if they have any uh, any challenges such as uh, uh, being overweight, uh, having the propensity to have problems with their knees and ankles or hips and so forth, uh, I would recommend that they not run. But if they are able to not injure their body and so forth, I would recommend that they do this. I must also add, it just I just thought about it, that when I do run, especially when I'm running through my old neighborhood down uh, uh, Lafayette Avenue, going through Clinton Hill, Fort Greene, uh, there's a lot of music being played. And at this high school, I think it's Bishop, Bishop Glogman, they have a high school band that plays a theme for Rocky. And, and then they have, uh, even in Fourth Avenue, they have enclaves of drummers playing uh, uh, djembe and some playing uh, Latin uh, rhythms and so forth. And I just wanted to share with the audience that I am a jazz and African drummer. And uh, if you go to my uh, page uh, here at Blog Talk Radio, Grassroots Holistic Health, you will uh, find a show that I did with uh, Dr. Maladome Somi uh, from the Dagara tribe in Fukuna uh, Fasa. Uh, he talks about the drum. And, of course, we've got the holidays approaching. And I recommend that uh, everyone in our community uh, should be committed to purchasing a drum so they can have that in your home. Um, and having a designated drummer. And we will explain, uh, you will hear Maladome and myself, myself speak about the importance of having a drum in every household, especially those of African descent. You can purchase a drum at my website, which is uh, www.drumsofchangedrumsofspirit.com. That's www.drums, with a plural, T-R-U-M-S, of change, drumsofspirit.com. I think you can also get to it from this drumsofchange.com. You can try both uh, links. Um, I want to thank you so much for listening in uh, to my show, and I look forward to, uh, to uh, running tomorrow. 
I look forward to being able to wave to you, uh, those of you who are my blog talk uh, friends and fans, and those of you who are my Facebook friends and fans. Um, uh, as I run with 43,000 other runners, uh, it, it would be exciting for me to uh, uh, hear my name and recognize your face and give you a wave and hopefully encourage you, if not to run a marathon, at least to start uh, walking that half hour, walk every day, making commitment to that, and exercising, and, of course, uh, developing a, he a healthy eating lifestyle. Would you like to say anything, hon? Okay, great. I want to thank you also, uh, uh, my lovely wife, for being here in the studio with me and sharing your thoughts. Oh, I'm glad I made it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, we have uh, no, we had a call on the air, but they're off. And I see that my sister's still uh, listening. And I want to thank you so much, uh, Donis. Uh, you know, I love you, and I'm so happy, and I'm encouraged, and thankful that you have uh, that you're now in remission from cancer, and that you're now also, as my wife uh, has uh, dealt with diabetes, that you're uh, definitely having a hold, uh, having a handle. Uh, on uh, your your challenge with diabetes. I must also, before I forget, I noticed here that I had something in terms of uh, um, additional information regard, regarding stress. And uh, my wife and I have been using uh, black seed oil. What is it? Uh, can you share a, 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 just for a moment about black seed oil? Well, black seed oil is another product that I, I get from Baba Fadare, but you can purchase it at any health food store. It's an actual oil, and it does, basically, the legend is, and, and I find it more fact than legend, but the legend is that black seed oil cures anything except death. <laughs> so if that gives you an idea of its potency and the myriad of things that it can assist you with, assist you with, with your blood glucose levels. Um, if you have arthritis or any type of joint problems, it can assist with that. I, I know I was experiencing problems with my knees, which w was a challenge because I want to be able to jog and run and walk. And I was speaking with Bob Fadare, well, we have to invite on the show. Absolutely. That's a must. Mm -hmm. What a wealth of information. Um, he told me about black seed oil, and I started using it. And within three days, the pain in my knees went away. It has not come back. Mm. And I've only, and as you know, honey, I've only been using it now for about maybe two or three months. It isn't something that you have to use for years and years before you see a result. Mm -hmm. I can't guarantee how it will work with someone else because everyone's body's different, everyone's diet is different, and everyone's frame of mind is different because, as you know, a person's frame of mind is uh, probably 60% or better of their healing. Absolutely. So I, I can't really say what worked for me, how it's going to work for someone else. All I can say is that it's a very effective product. Mm -hmm. It's something very beneficial to use every day. I take a teaspoon full in the morning on an empty stomach, and that's about it. Great. My frame of mind, I just wanted to share with the listening audience that those of you who are running and or who would like to plan to run and consider running a marathon, that if you can run uh, – anywhere between 10 to 15 miles uh, without stopping, or with stopping, but if you can get up to 15 miles and do that consistently, uh, you will be able to run the 26 miles because 80% um, uh, of the marathon is mental and the other is physical. So, again, thank you so much for listening, and uh, I look forward to you tuning in uh, uh, next week. As, and the, the next week's show should be uh, on the uh, regular time, which will be 6 uh, p.m. And I end as I begin giving thanks and praise to the One Most High, and, and I look forward to returning next Saturday to Grassroots Holistic Health Talk Radio. My name is Wesley Gray, and I'm your host. Have a beautiful day and a blessed week. 
Alafia, Salam Alikum, Hetapu, Namaste, Shalom, Peace, Love, and Blessings.